Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Okay. Huh? Nobody's on yet. Hmm? I said nobody's on yet. Nobody on? Nobody on? No, ain't nobody. Okay. You and me. Oh, well, it's just 8.02. 8.02. Gotta get people to stand. Oh, I was having the time I was doing. See, I've been on this for a little while now. I'm gonna get on. Yeah, I was on there. I come on about two minutes here, and you didn't say nothing. more people just come on. Praise God. How y'all doing? I know two people just came on. Yeah, this is Brother Gordon. Praise God, Brother Gordon.
bothering you how good we was, but how good you is to us. Oh, merciful God, we want you to bless a mighty special way this evening. Oh, Heavenly Father, we want you to look from the government on down. Oh, Heavenly Father, let them know that you go it and you have the last face. Oh, Heavenly Father, we know that you can do it this afternoon. Father, we want you to look in the hospital and might especially ready to see you. Someone don't meet your prayer right now and don't know how to call on your holy name, but you allow us just a little while to call on you. Father, we just standing in the gap. Yes, Lord. Oh, merciful God, we want you to touch the homeless one right now. Oh, Father, we know that you was able to do all things. Father, look in the prison wall this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Father, God, so many in prison right now and they did nothing. But merciful God, you know that you the judge and never missed a mistake. Father, God, we want you to bless right now. Father, bless at the home and on the chat line this evening. Oh, Heavenly Father, give my ear to hear and eye to see. Merciful God, we ask you to have mercy on us right now. Father, if you draw yourself from me, what will we do this afternoon? Merciful God, you have brought us from a long ways. Father, we know that you are able to keep us a little while longer. Father, we ask you to do all of these blessings. In your son's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Good can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Oh, does anybody else come on? No, not since Brother Gordon. Yeah, that's Brother Gordon. Yeah, no, somebody else okay. came on too, but they ain't said nothing. Go ahead. Okay, I got 807. I'll wait till. So we'll go ahead on. Um, what I'm going to do here is I said to, uh,
and they say the gospel, the word, church is used only by Matthew 18 and 17. Or devil is in the um, second word. The word is used for the congregation of Israel. But in the Greek circle of Jesus' day, it's indicated that the assembly of the free, golden, the citizens in the city. So what it's saying here that if we look at meanings of the word is according to the Greek, how the Greek meanings to what it means to the Greek and what it means to the Hebrew. Holy means, and uh, in the Greek, divine character, right, uh, which denotes formal consecration, purity, form, defilement, and hollow, sacred, pure, holy, mercy. That's what it means in the Greek, and you can look at it in first. I got it out of, out of Concordus, First Corinthians 9 and 13, or either Acts 2 and 27. And if you look at it, um, Concordus, it gives you the meaning in Greek and in Hebrew, and you got to look it up by numbers. A lot of us don't use the Concordus. Most um, teachers, uh, layman's the one that teach to use the Concordus to get the meaning of the word. Holy in Hebrew means a saint, a holy one, an angel, a sanctuary, sacred person, a devotee. That's what it means, a consecrated thing or place. A palace, sanctuary, whether whether a Jehovah or our body, or a solemn chapel, hollow part, a holy place, and a sanctuary. That's how the Jews look at um, the word holy in Hebrew. And you can see that in Ezekiel 21 and 2. So these are certain words that I kind of looked up. Because we hear these words all the time. Heaven in Greek means through the ideal elevation, the sky, by the tenth heaven, as in the abode of God's ear, heaven and sky. I use that from the Matthew 4 and 17. Look in heaven in Hebrew. From a usual root means to be lofty, the sky, the dual, alluring, the visible, arch in which the clouds move, as well as to the higher ether, when the subjective body dissolves. You got ear, heaven. And I use that from Genesis 1 and 1. I will keep going over these things so we get a better understanding of why I bring these words up to you because we hear these words, don't know the meaning of them, and it's a difference between the Hebrew understanding of the word and the Greek understanding of the word. So that's why I bring these words to you with some of the meanings, and I got them out of the concordance Bible, um, if you have concordance. If you want any word that you don't understand, you can go in your concordance and look it on the Hebrew. They will give you Hebrew, and they will give you the Greek meaning, the Hebrew meaning and the Greek meaning. So uh, that's what some of the word is right there. But right now, I'm going to go into, as I speak to Elder, he was asking that we'll go back over something I went over last week. I'm not going to go how I did last week. I'm just going to leave it in one place. 
I would like everyone, whoever has a Bible, just follow me. And we're going, we're going to be coming from Genesis, the first chapter. I want you to get your Bibles and you go to Genesis, the first chapter. But I'm going to come again from the book of Jasher. And I'm going to read how it leads me to whatever chapter he wants me to stop at. I will stop. But I'm going to read it as Jasher. for the ancient book of Jasher. And you can find his name mentioned in Joshua 10 and 13, 2 Samuel 1 and 18, and 2 Timothy 3 and 8. The reference is in Joshua 10 and 13, 2 Samuel 1 and 18, and 2 Timothy 3 and 8. And this is book of Joshua. His, his name is mentioned in these books. But um, as I said in the nineteenth council, when they came together, they decided what they was going to put, canalize the Bible, what they was going to put in the Bible, and what they was going to take out the Bible. So some things you don't have everything in the King James version. We are reading version of what has been written. So um. A little highlights of the book of Joshua covers the mosaic period, which is mosaic law of the Bible, presented in Genesis, Exodus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy, and Joshua. In greater detail and with explanation not found in the present Old Testament document, or, or more importantly, it speaks of the DNA mission and speeches that provoked the Lord to anger. So what he's saying here that Joshua gave better, more detail in Genesis and in Exodus and in Numbers and Deuteronomy and Joshua than what we have in Genesis and uh, the King James Version. So and it, and it tells you why that God was angry about some things and why he did, why God did what he did. So I'm going to read to you right now. In Joshua, the book of Joshua, chapter 1. Now, you can look at it in Genesis, chapter 1, and you could try to follow me, but you want to get a little lost because, as I just said, Joshua gives you more detail in why God was provoked to anger and why he did what he did. So I'm going to start reading now to you chapter 1, verse 1. God said, let us make man in our image. After our likeness, God created man in his own image. And God formed man from the ground and blew into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul and died with feet. And the Lord said, it's not good for man to be alone. I will make unto him a helpmate. And the Lord caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam. And he slept and took away one of his ribs. He built flesh upon it and formed it and brought it to Adam. And Adam awoke from his sleep, and behold, a woman was standing before him. And he said, This is a bone of my bone, and it shall be called woman, for this has been taken from man. And Adam called her name Eve, for she was the mother of all living. And God blessed them and called their name Adam and Eve, in the day that he created them, and the Lord God said, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. And the 
And the Lord God took Adam and his wife and placed them in the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. And he commanded them and said unto them, From every tree of the garden you may eat, but from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat thereof, you shall surely die. And when God had blessed them, he went from them, and Adam and his wife walked in the garden according to the command which the Lord had commanded them. And the serpent which God had created with them in the earth came to them to incite them to transgress the command of God, which he had commanded them. And the serpent enticed and persuaded the woman to eat from the tree of knowledge. And the woman hawked the voice of the serpent, and she transgressed the word of God, and took from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, and she ate. And she took from it and gave also to her husband, and he ate. And Adam and his wife transgressed the command of God which he commanded them. And God knew it. And his anger was kindled against them, and he cursed them. And the Lord God drove them that day from the garden of Eden to till the ground for which they were taken. And they went and dwelt at the east of the garden of Eden. And Adam knew his wife, and she bore two sons and three daughters. And she called the name of the firstborn Cain, saying, I have attained a man from the Lord, and the name of the other she called Abel. For she said, In vanity be taken to the earth, and in vanity we shall be taken from it. And the boys grew up, and their father gave them a possession in the land. And Cain was a tiller of the ground, and Abel a keeper of sheep. And it was the expiration of a few years of his work. Thank you. 
It's more easier. And every day you'll feel much better. You'll feel a whole lot better. You have that joy. And can spread it with everyone. Not some you will spread that joy with everyone. But we don't we don't want to do that. We don't have time to do the things of Christ. But if you do the things of Christ, you ain't you ain't gonna make no errors. Not gonna make no errors. But if you're doing the worldly things, forget about it.
how did they dress back then, how they spoke back then, how they lived back then. And you get a better understanding. When you look at the History Channel, it gives us some information back on, on, on people living back in the
And that's where they get their stuff out the Bible and put it in books, their books. All that stuff yeah, come out the Bible. But that's yeah, why they like when they found the Magi and they said they followed the star in the east. So just certain. It's like a lot of, the Bible has a lot of allegories and metaphors that in the Bible, but you got to read the same lines and start to reveal certain things that you don't have an understanding about. And even you don't have an understanding about, there's so much out here today that you can get better understanding. Like you said, get knowledge and get an understanding. But you don't want to take time. And they don't want to take time. I know they went over in the in the in the east over there. We out. Bunch of went there looking for their friends and stuff over there. Because if some of them had to leave and went over there, and they went to visit, and they couldn't speak the same language, and then they were laying out, and they turn them over and look at them, and then when they look at them. Then they understand who they was, and they start talking with the hand signal, eyes, and, and talk with one another, and it's on the same page. So how can you do that if you're not part of Christ? How can you do it if you're not part of Christ? The Bible is so deep, if you will understand it, you you you, you probably go crazy. It's a, it's a deep book. Them books are very deep. Well, Esau, this, 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 go ahead, I'm sorry, Pastor. Okay. This case uh, has um, some highlights and some things to say. That's what we saying. Why was he forbidden to eat of the tree of uh, the knowledge of good and evil? See, that's a question to ask. Why? You can, you, and see, it didn't even say in Joshua, it is in the King's Version, you can touch, it says you can touch all the other trees, but do not touch, do not eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And it doesn't guess, it doesn't say that. It just says, uh, do not eat, do not take from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and eat. But why? Because when you wake up, and start like we, we, we get into this thing where we want to know more and more. We're not, we, we're not satisfied with what we already know. We want more and more and more. And sometimes some things are not good for you as you keep more. You get so much knowledge that they say that you become a nerd. But see, when you have God within you, God is the leading God, and you don't need the so much knowledge because the spirit that was in you, it will guide you, will, will reveal everything to you. That's why it says that, you know, really, when you have God, it says in the word, of, in, in the word, that you really, you need not have any man teach you in First John 2, 27. Why? Because when Jesus died, he said, I send a comfort, which is the Holy Spirit, that will comfort you in, in, in all things. So he would, that Holy Spirit within you, the God within you, will teach you whatever the need to be taught. 
as I said, an, an example, as I said last week, I passed uh, and proper friend that when she was going to going to Bible class or not, they couldn't teach her because the spirit within her was teaching her, and she was way above the ones that was in class because the spirit would say to her, read this book, Look, get this book, you know, read this, read it, because the knowledge that the spirit wanted to, her to know and to get. But when you go, go on your own, you forget about who is your, the God that's in you. So then you start thinking and knowing for yourself, I don't need to know this. I know that already. Ain't nobody can tell me nothing, you know, because I know that already. There ain't nothing out here I don't know. We get so hard mind that we can't be, the sin can't even teach us anything. So it, that's why it said, don't touch the or knowledge because he was, he was okay. And just like it's saying, from what I picked up, we was the way we lived back then. It was okay. But when you start venturing out and start endeavoring and getting into other things, it starts picking up your life. That it turns you from God. And we do that and we get into that right now. That, that everything that's taking place now, we get away from God. Because every day is something new. This technology out here today. And people are so busy and so bombarded that you can't even keep up with. By the time you buy the six, the seven, now you got the eight, then it'd be the nine iPhone. And you just can't keep up with the knowledge and the knowledge. You can't keep up. So it just, it just that it says, in, like I said, in First John 2 and 27, you need not that any man teach you because in First John, Two and twenty, but ye have an unction from the Holy One, and ye know all things. The Holy Spirit will let you know all things, so you don't have, won't get away from God because God will teach you. The Holy Spirit within you will teach you. That's right. But nobody never asked me what what was that name was when I asked him about when he told Moses to go get the teacher. Because he did said that I am, Pastor Robert. Oh, Pastor Robert said that I am that I am. Huh? Well, yeah. that's, that was a good answer. You know what that answer was? Sorry. What the meaning of that answer was? Or who Moses was? Moses was trusting every one of God's houses. David was trusting his son. Not David, I'm sorry. Peter. The trusted in some, but most of the trustee in every house. Nobody know the definition when he went up on the mountain twice to that burning bush. It means more than that he went up there and God spoke with him. He went up there for a reason, another reason. It's a lot in the Bible is a mystery, but you got to search and get the understanding. A lot of mystery in the Bible. And once you go and start teaching you the mystery of the Bible, then you can see I'm I'm getting to be a little a little bit more careful, a little bit more quieter, and want to learn more and more. That's the, that's the main thing, and it's all about Him. You have two forces in this world. 
one from the Creator, and one from Satan. Now you pick what road you want to follow. And that's what we have to do, ladies and gentlemen. We say that two humans like third, and today it seems like more people serve, serving Satan than serving God because He has so much to show me. And you looking on, look at the news today, it's just so much, so much killing and so much going on that they're saying a young man that molested a two-year-old and stabbed this woman and stabbed the other woman and then this one, you know, it's just a man come away from Maryland to book to New York to stab a, some, a black man. And we just, it's just true today who you want to serve, you know, and that's what um, this story as we go on, I'm not going to go into two because I said that we, compared to reading in, in, in the King James Version, it seems long. Uh, as for seeing this story, right, in, in the book of Joshua, it tells you saying that the boys grew up and that the father gave them a possession and land and, and who Cain was and, and, and why he got he got upset. You know, but that you don't have in the King James Version, why he got upset because uh, they you, they was in the boat in the field, you know what Cain did, he plowed the ground and Abel fed the flock, but he started being on his part of the land. You know how we do. I, I want to mess up your side. So why you come and mess up my side? I'm not bothering your side already, so you get angry because you're trying to keep your side or your side need and here you come mess up my side. And it came to anger. You know, so um, this, this right here is a better understanding. And it's saying that um, when him and his brother got into it, he said, um, that you eating the flesh of my flock and you taking my flock and you making your clothes out of them. You using my wool to dress you yourself. And then you should pay me for uh, uh for the the you said that eating his flesh which I have eaten and which and when I shall have done this. See we don't have that in the King James Version. I'm saying like that that don't read this King James Version. What he's trying to say is that it's more the story to get a better understanding because I know people say, you know, something missing. You know, I, and I don't understand it. And sometimes our leaders not going to give us the truth. We need the truth of what's really going to so we have a better understanding of what is going to So this book gives us a, a better understanding. And it even say that we don't even see it and read it and be said it. Having slain his brother, and he was vexed and grieved, and then he rose up and dug a hole to put his brother's body in. You know, this is a whole different story compared to what we read in King James Version. And you can, as of today, the Bibles are getting changed more and more. Nothing changes the same, everything changes. We have George Miller Bible, we have TJ Bible, we have the Bible, we have Bible for the wife. We have so many Bibles, and it's constantly being changed. So what is the word of God saying? They change things, but they change things. But God never changes. So if you have the Holy Spirit in you, He said that truth is just for you to give you the truth. Nor are we an elder that time to bring a better understanding to the body of Christ. That they are know what spiritual things and why things have happened. 
And why why God came and died for the flood? It's a flood. It just so much, you know. I just don't um maybe I gotta I um maybe I just a little fast too. It's a third year of the life of Adam and That he again died and she could see the his likeness and in his image and she saw the death. And a and a place of able of the children 
of Kenah, the son of the firstborn, Melhalah, the second Enah, and the third Marad, and the Betushas were Adah and Zillah. These were the five twin of Kenah that was born to him. And Lamanik, the son of Meshuel, became related to Kenah by marriage, and he took his two daughters for his wife. And Nana conceived the bear son to Lamanik, and she called him Jebra. And she conceived again and bear a son and called him named Jubla. Zillah, her sister, was barren in those days and had no offspring. For in those days, the son of man began to trespass against, against God and to transgress the commandments which he had commanded to Adam, to be fruitful and multiply in the earth. And some of the men, and some of the sons of men caused their wives to drink a dwarf that would render them barren in order that they might retain their figures and whereby their beautiful parents not, may not fade. And when the sons of man caused some of the, their wives to drink, then I drank with them. And a, and a child-bearing woman appeared abominable in the sight of their husband as widows, with whom their husband lived, for to the barren ones only they was attached. And in the end of days and years, when Zillah became old, the Lord opened her womb, and she perceived the bear son, and she called his name Tubacane, saying, After I have withered away, have I retained him from the Almighty God. And she perceived again and bear a daughter, and she called her name Nema, for she said, After I have withered away, have I retained place in delight. And Lamelech was old and advancing years, and his eyes were dim that he could not see. And Tubacane, his son, was leading him, and it was the one day that Lamelech went into the field. And Tubal-Cain, his son, was with him, and with they was walking in the field. Cain, the son of Adam, advanced towards them. For Lamanic was very old and could not see much, and Tubal-Cain, his son, was very young. And Tubal-Cain told his father, draw his bow, and with the arrow he smote Cain, who was yet far off. And he slew him, for he appeared to be an animal. And the arrow entered Cain's body, although it was distant from them, and he fell to the ground and died. And the Lord requited Cain's evil according to his wickedness, which he had done to his brother Abel, according to the word of the Lord which he had spoken. And it came to pass when Cain had died that Lamelech and Tuba went to see the animal which they had slain. And they saw, and behold, Cain, their grandfather, was fallen dead upon the earth. And Lamelech was very much grieved at having done this, and then clapping his hands together, he struck his son and caused his death. And the wives of Lamelech heard what Lamelech had done, and they sought to kill him. And the wives of Lamelech hated him from that day, because he slew Cain and Tuba Cain, and the wives of Lamelech separated from him and would not hawk to him in those days. And Lamelech came to his wives, and he pressed them to listen to him about this matter. And he said to his wife, Ada and Zillah, Hear my voice, O wise of Lamanic. Attend to my words, for now you have mad, and it said that I slew a man with my wounds, and a child with my strife for having done no violence. But surely know that I'm old and gray headed, and that my eyes are heavy through age, and I did this thing unknowingly. And the wise of Lamanic listened to him in this matter, and they returned to him with the vice of their father Adam. But they bore no children to him from that time, knowing that God's anger was increasing in those days against the sons of man to destroy them with the water of the flood for the evil doing. And Melita, the son of Canaan, 
lived 65 years and begot Jarrah, and Jarrah lived 62 years and begot Enoch. So we see here, you'll find that in, in, the, in the second chapter of Genesis, uh, uh, but we don't get the full story in Genesis. It just say in the seven days, in the seven days, God finished his work, and then doing when he rested, and then the Lord planned made the heavens and the earth. And see what people know, um 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 if you look in the King James Version of the other Bibles, and some Bibles it said according to what Bible that you have, if in Genesis the second chapter, you will find that it says in the um uh Thus the heaven and earth was finished, and all the hosts of them. This is the first verse. And it's on the seventh day God ended his work which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified the poor thanks to it. He had rested from all his work which God created and made. And says, These are the generations of the heavens and of the earth when they were created in the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heaven. And we see here in the second chapter of Joshua that it's, um, it doesn't say that. This gives you more information. It gives you, it was in the 130th year of the life of Adam upon the earth in this second chapter of this book. So you can kind of put it with, Genesis, and you'll get a better understanding of the full story. We only get not the full story when it comes to the King James Version. Because when I look at things to myself, it says, and these are the host of them. We know in our time now, hosting like you are hosting a party, the people are coming. And when it says, we are the generations, that means that way it goes back to our ancestors. I'm saying why they see by the generations. So you see in this book, why it's talking about these are the generations. Why this is the host of them. Because now with this book, you'll get a better understanding because it's talking about the sons of men. So we know, and, and people have been saying, there were other people before the story of Genesis. There were other people here. But we got and we have in Genesis in the beginning. And it's telling us in the beginning. But what happened to the beginning? There should be, be a the beginning before in the beginning. Because when you say in the beginning, it's already started now. But tell me where they really got started. So that's why I'm saying when you read this and you get a better understanding of the story of Genesis, that it won't be confused because it's saying, and every plant of the field before we can earth, and every herb of the field before you. This is what I'm saying. When they put this 19 council, put the Bible together, Constantine and all who other was there at that meeting, they decided they canonized the Bible. They decided what was going to go in the book, and the book, and what was not going to be in there, what was going to be in there. So that's why we're saying today, you have to have more knowledge and more books and more uh, wisdom and understanding to know really what you're talking about, to argue and say, well, the Bible says this, 
but you're not getting all of what it says in the Bible. Because you have, as I said before, you have the book of Peter, you have the book of John, you have the book of Mary, you got the book, I mean, all the names, all of the walk of Jesus, you have the book of them. And even, as I said, you have the major minor prophets in the Old Testament, but this book of Genesis, you do not find in the book of the Old Testament, but it should still be in there. Some of the books you have in Apocalypse, like the Torbid, you have Esther, you have the Maccabees, you have uh, uh, other stories uh, that uh, belong, should be in the Bible, but they didn't put it in the Bible because they decided it shouldn't be in there. Why? Because at that time, well, it was a lot of bloodshed, so they did not put it in there. So I'm just saying that now you have a better understanding of Genesis 1, and if you just keep it that way, that you'll know more and have more information. So anybody have anything to say? I do. Yes. You can hear me, Pastor? Yes, I do. Okay. From 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 listening to you and um looking through the book, it seemed like they just condensed it, condensed the story. But it seemed like the the final outcome is the same thing. They just condensed the story. Yeah, instead of giving instead of giving the full detail of um every little incident, they just condensed it. And that's why when you read it you, you could um you could feel in your spirit that like something is missing, something is not there, but then we just move on. So in a way it's it's really good to have this um other book. Like so, when you read in the Bible and you you'll get the full story, but it's like to me, like listening and um looking at it, like it really don't change a lot to me. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Right, because it's still you, you still getting part of the story, and we all know that like um people always leaving something out of story, even when they tell a story. They just want to get their point across. That's what I'm getting when I'm from from reading that chapter and looking at the chapter and listening to you talking online. So it's like when we have a conversation with somebody else, we want to get to the point and we leave a whole lot of stuff out. That that's what I'm getting from this. So it's good to know, like on your own, and like the research. So you could be aware, because when I used to be like, um, a lot of bishops used the um, Jerusalem, the New Jerusalem Bible, when they teaching, and I used to be like, well, what the heck is the New Jerusalem Bible? Because you can see it in a library, and then when you go look at it, the wording is totally different than when you read in the King James Version. The meaning of the word is different because it's right from the Hebrew saying. So that that's the difference. And I got a better understanding in reading that Bible along with the King James Version also. Because the word, one word may mean something different to us because of our culture. But when you look at their culture, it means something totally different. 
So I, um, it's very helpful. I see. I thank you for that. That that you give the people that's listening a better understanding that that because as we said, we have so many Bibles out, and that it's good to prepare notes for each one because each one is written differently, but with uh in a different format. And things, and and I'm just letting people see what you know, elderly talking about it that they get a better understanding when it comes to that and that, that we don't argue because everybody's saying, no, this and this and that. Nobody really knows because, like you said, they take out and put in, even we do it today, we don't tell the full story. So we don't know if it's true or not. You're only getting what you get. Yeah. So put out there. So um, I thank you for that, and it's so true. You know, if you get a Jerusalem Bible, if you get the... Uh, 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 Another Bible that there's so many Bibles I have. Most of all the Bibles I have and prepare notes. Each one that you prepare notes, that they don't have the same thing. So yeah, and, and all right, I got something else to say. And the the best thing to do is like we're we're reading about the the Jewish. I mean, we're reading about the Hebrews and the Kushites, and we're reading about their culture. Their man, their lifestyle, and their manners. So unless you actually read read about their lifestyle and their manners and their customs, then you'll get a clearer understanding of what we're dealing with when we read um, some of their stories. So like like Moses, like we know Moses um, did the things that he did. We know Noah had to do what he did and you know how um when you have Lot um when when you have Solomon Gomorrah and his daughters decided that we're not gonna have no more relatives so they did what they did. And people would look at it, oh that's so disgusting but to them they was looking at like we we're no longer gonna have any seeds for our family. Our generation is gonna end right here. So that's how they took it. But everybody else would be like, oh, it's so disgusting. They slept with their father and this incest. But at that point, that's how they looked at it. Like, we're the, we're, this is the end of our generation. Because unless you have a male to carry on your name in some cultures, that means your, your, your seed is ended right there. That's why a lot of people want a male. They want a son. So their name could keep going on and on and on. So I, I, um, it's interesting. It, it's good, like you said, it's the culture and the time back there. And that's why I said to somebody, when they say there's nothing new under the sun, that means what's going on now that happened back then. It's just that it was another way. It's like you're saying, okay, all yeah. oh, this dance is not a new dance. That dance is old. It just has a new name. Mm-hmm. You had the same today. It's like when you talk, you talk about um and um uh, talking about how it's used Maka, you know, uh, um, there's chapter this morning. They was talking about um how they're going to um take the land and all of this stuff. I'm like, um, you're right, Lord. I I hear what you're saying because um. It, it, this was happening, you know, we're going around barefoot and naked for no protection against us for us no more. 
they're coming and taking the land. They've got kids killing off our children. There is nothing, no protection. There's nothing for us for the rest of the children. It's really a children.
once you receive Christ as your Lord and Savior, then you're accountable because he said he'll put his laws upon our heart. So we know his way, and we know the difference between good and evil. So you're, you're still accountable. But everybody, they give you a way out. And that's where the grace and mercy come in. You ain't get that grace unless you, unless, unless, unless you do keeping them, them commandments. Well, we know everybody ain't keeping those commandments. <laughs> well, you ain't get that grace. <laughs> we know that one. But this, Right, the same commandment, but you made it too. <laughs> Jesus made it too, and that shouldn't be so hard. Yes, sir. Because you got to keep that. The only thing you're gonna get grace, the light passes here the other week. If you owe a light bill, they give you a grace period five days or seven days. You don't pay it, you put your light getting cut off. So if you don't keep God's commandment, it's the same thing. If you don't keep His commandment. And it's just in judgment, you ain't getting no grace. You can sit there and think you're getting grace if you want to. You be just a furry left field of this, you think you ain't center field. People so don't realize because, that. That's because that's what's being taught. Yeah. And they don't want you to be. That's what a lot of my pastor didn't say nothing like that. My pastor. I see you keep on listening at your pastor, don't read that Bible for the fool is a bed bug. All he wants your money. <laughs> that way he wants money. That's why it's good to read for yourself. That's right. And then when you read for yourself, he would teach you. If you really mean it, he would teach you. Listen, if you if you want to know something, if if you see something, if you you a new pair of shoes and you wanted you see somebody walking down the street with these shoes on and you was like oh those those shoes is hot i gotta find out where she got them from so yes. you will do whatever you need to do to to search it out people you know so you could get a pair if you really want a pair that's right the same thing with the word of god you got to search out the truth of what you're searching for and 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 we like he said, seek ye first the kingdom of God. So you you seeking him for the knowledge and the wisdom and the understanding. And at the same time, by you seeking him for for um those three things, then he's gonna bless you because you you're concerned about what he's concerned about. That's right. That don't so mean like get that the, and one like at uh, one point is like it's just a um it's an honor to like seek him and increase your knowledge and yep. increase you you um like what we're doing now we're seeking we're seeking his word we're seeking truth and at the same time he's revealing things to us that's anew and that's when right. we get off of here we're still going to be in the mold. Because I want to know what else that I can learn or what else that's there. And the Holy Spirit is just waiting to open it up more to you. He's just waiting for your heart just to open up more. 
so that he can bless you with more. That's right. That's the only way you get blessed. Honestly. And he would do it. That's why I see about the church folks. See, God has followed the disciples. Church folks is something wrong with them. The church church folk follow tradition. <laughs> That's right. So church church folk follow what they've been taught and what they hear other people say. <coughs> but but when you when you separate the church folk, when you separate their heart and they get a burning desire to know truth, then everything um they're gonna wake. They're gonna wake up, and their consciousness is alive. So nothing is gonna stop them from seeking the truth, That's right. seeking the wisdom of God. Charleston, you still here? Yes. Charleston, you have anything to say? Anybody have anything else to say? You have anything to say? Hello? Yes. Hi, this is Laura. Hi, Sister Laura. Hi, God bless everyone. I just wanted to, to, you know, make a comment on because I've been sitting and listening and, you know, to God be the glory, I, um, you know, was just listening to uh, the word and everybody's comments and everybody's feelings. And I just wanted to share a little something uh, concerning myself, uh, you know, because in my time I really did not go to church or read or have anything to do with uh, knowing so much of who God was growing up in my life. And... uh, So when I did go into Bible studies and stuff like that, uh, the thing is that the Holy Spirit truly does lead you. And Mm -hmm. when we read the word of the Lord, we can understand. And and some of us may be in a different place. Like there was a time when I was in Bible studies, and the pastor will say to me, uh, Laura, or anyone, tell us, you know, what you feel, tell us what you believe, you know, like, you know, to understand your understanding of what you've learned today in Bible study. And everybody had a different feeling. But when he would come to me and say, oh, would you like to make a comment, I would always say no, and he wanted to hear what I had to say. But I did not want to speak. Why? Because I didn't feel like a lot of people. I felt like what I was receiving from what I was hearing and reading in the Word was not even connected in so much of what was being taught. And Mm -hmm. I understand that through that, my pastor said, Laura, when he set me aside, and he said, I want you to tell me what you say the Holy Spirit is saying to you in the Word. And when I thought, when I was explaining to him what was going on, you know, what the Lord was showing me, he said, where you're, when we're reading the Word, you're, instead of going straight into the word, you're already in the revelation, Lord. 
And so what's going on is that where some people are, you're already going somewhere else. Now, the thing Mm -hmm. is, how do we take this to a group of people that are learning together? If I'm sitting in, 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 even in my house at my own school, I cannot just teach everybody the same thing at the same time. Why? I have to use wisdom because everybody don't have the same relationship with God. They're not going to understand everything. So mm-hmm. when we're in an atmosphere with many people, we need to be very observant, firstly, of how the word is coming out, who's teaching the word. We need to understand that we're really having a relationship with God. If, what does it feel inside of you? What's going on? Let the Holy Spirit lead you because Truly, if you let the Holy Spirit lead you, you will totally do things in wisdom and knowledge. You will do it in order. You will teach it. People will understand it. There's a lot of babies in Christ that will not understand certain things. They will not understand. And what I believe was going on in the house of the Lord today is that uh, people are not teaching the word. Uh, to the babies. They're, they're trying to give the babies meat. And the baby cannot grow with meat. So the baby stays like what well, we would say a handicap. It cannot grow. It cannot mm-hmm. grow. Nothing can happen to this child until the child receives the right food. So we need to be able to teach, and not everybody's a teacher. People are standing in the wrong places in the house of the Lord. We need to let the teacher teach. We need to let the pastor shepherd. We need to let the prophet speak. We need to let who's supposed to be in the place, the body. The Lord says we have a fivefold ministry that will that will mature the thing. But if everybody's all over the place, then. The, the, the evangelist wants to be the teacher, and the teacher wants to be the pastor, and, and we really have a big problem on our hands here. So I don't believe that so much it's anybody's fault. I believe that uh, I, I, I cannot sit here and say anything about any other pastor or any other minister, and I will not condemn nobody or think to bring anybody down. But what I will say is I will continue to pray that the Lord will bring us into this type of wisdom that we will actually learn how to examine things and learn how to walk in that examination and, and do things in wisdom with the Lord that we were made to show the wisdom of God. So we can't not continue to walk in this manner and show the wisdom of God in it. So that's not wisdom. So we can take the word and we can receive it as we want to receive it, but still and all, we must still do things that people will see God in it, not us. I just wanted to share that because I suffered at one time in, in the house of the Lord at one time where I did not want to even say a word or do anything because I always felt like, oh, maybe this is wrong, or maybe this is wrong. Or, or I, I didn't even know. It, was, it can be very confusing to be in the house of the Lord and learn. It's very confusing. So, Thank you, you know, and I appreciate everybody, and I just want to say, you know, thank you for the word. You're welcome. That's why teaching, he told the disciples, 
line by line, chapter by chapter, precept by precept. That teaching, that not yelling. That teaching. He had twelve disciples, but one was a preacher. That was Isaiah, not Isaiah. Uh, the one with the chapter lesson, uh, Matthew. Yeah, Matthew. All the rest of them, he taught them himself. When they go to school to be a preacher, that's a school preacher. Go and say many is called, but very few are children. You go with all that theology. Christ, everything he did was simple, Martin. Everything was simple. He said, so simple, a baby would not error. So why you got to go to school and get this here, doctor this and doctor this and all that, doctor something other. That don't mean nothing. This program made money. He said, you hate rabbinical school. And so we have to understand that. I didn't went to no school to be no teacher. I didn't went to school. God taught me. He taught me the Bible. Sit me down for 48 months and taught me the Bible before I even pick up a Bible to go talk with anybody. I said, man, these people be lying. And I sit right there, and, and he taught me. And he put it in my heart and in my mind. I don't never use no Bible. And I can go from A scripture and cruel it. But that's the way how God teach you. But we want to be doctor this and call them big, big names, spending money. And that ain't, that ain't doing two or nothing. I ain't telling nobody about living, how to live, how to walk like Christ, how to treat people like Christ. I I I be some. I I don't like to go to them, them, them temples with a lot of them. Walk right in and never crack their mouth. They speak to you. Walk enough, going out, never speak. And I'd be some the other weekend. Same thing. I see this ain't about Christ. This ain't nothing but the devil. How you gonna be? Uh, a man, a woman, a God, and don't speak, greet your brother and sister. Christ don't do that. He don't do it. I see it going in a lot of temples. <clears throat> it turns you away. But, what? Um, what it just on here is not taking away from who you are and what God is doing with you and within you. you just, I just see that to show that sometimes we miss. Because like I said, I have my times and I'm saying, well, what about a generation? And what about a host of them to get a better understanding of what has really taken place? So we are saying that to get knowledge and get understanding, but the main thing is God's love and his and being obedient and to God and what God that's the whole the whole story in the Bible is why what he's done and why he's doing what he's doing because of us being so disobedient and not doing it God's way. We're trying to please man and we're not supposed to be a man either. We're supposed to be a God pleaser because we are looking for a reward. We want to want just for God. It says teach me the kingdom First and everything. So when you see God first and everything, everything else will be added unto you. So that's what we're trying to get people to see. People see God first and everything will be added. So um, I thank you for what you're saying and as much as you're sounding and 
eat a lot. And I know how God is working with you. And then sometimes, you know, people teach everybody, like you said, teach this way, everybody do it this way. Nope, you can get the same scripture, same word, but it's not going to be the same way. But no matter what, it's still just God. It's all about God. As Elder said, we have the love of God. You can't say we love God and feed our brother. You know, we don't have to be empty or brother. We just don't come and go up and anything more. We just don't want to be They ripped off their members for a million dollars. Mother pastor ripped off his members for another for another million. A lady was banned for church because she couldn't pay a thousand dollar fee. Another lady in '92 she was kicked out the church because she didn't pay her tithes. And it just becoming so much. A man raped a 13 year old girl. And I mean, it's getting we are living in the these last days. God is blessing. I just told it from the beginning now to the end where we at. We gotta get this thing right and we gotta do right. So it's as exactly what Robert said, get into kitchen. We gotta get out the kitchen and get into the spirit of God. Whatever how he leads you and guides you in the way you wanna do, where he wants to go, get hey, go for it. You know, the tradition they're just the tradition of man. You read in Matthew, he just say they are a tradition. Everybody want to be seen. You know, you don't want to get up first and sit up front. No, let them invite you up front. Sit down in the back. You know, we just see so much going on today. But I thank God for the word of God. I thank God for each and every one that came on on the on the line of the, uh, the Bible study. I thank God for Elder Laura, uh, Pastor Foxy Roberts, and Elder Sutter. And uh, Gordon's on the line. I don't know. Uh, even Gordon, I don't know. Who else is on the line? But I just thank God that we want to know more. We want we want truth. So they say what the truth that sets you free. And we need to see that we need to get out of the bondage that we have and see the whole God. But uh, we bound bound up. The chains don't bound me no more. You know, the shackles. You know, shackle my feet. Well, pray for my um. My my um brother mother in law died today. So just lift their family up in prayer. Um, his name is Jerry and his wife name is Azalee. Her mother her mother left here today. She was eighty four years old. Oh, 
God, we just thank you. We give your name and praise, Father God, for this is the day you've made and everything is yours today. And be glad, Father God, we pray that you step us once again, Father God. And right now, Father God, we come to you, Father God, and lift family before you and believe me right now, Father God. Touch their heart, touch them right now, time to follow, Father God. You know, we say, Jesus may do it for night and joy come in the morning. We know it's not tomorrow morning. But, Father God, as time goes on, it gets more easier, Father God. So, this all goes to Father God, just strengthen them where they reach, build them up where they turn and just put them right now, Father God. Talk of the family as a whole, Father God. We know to lose a loved one is not easy, Father God. Father God, just, just strengthen them right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, we bring freedom before you as you know some mother, Father God, as you prepare her home going for her mother today, Father God. Hold her up, strengthen her right now, build her up right now, Father God, and comfort her, Father God. Oh, Father God, and just look at the Martin family as they prepare the home going for more, Father God. Just lift up that family also, Father God. somebody else to do it. You know, one or two people. Anybody want to teach? Welcome. And uh, I don't want you to think this, one or two people. That's why we always got to be together on one page. Amen. That's right. So what we need to do, 8 o'clock, we always start it. Please, ladies and gentlemen, try to be on time. I don't be I don't be late for nothing for God now. I might be late to go to work, but I sure ain't to be late to go to oh, well I ain't working no more. I ain't to be late for that. <laughs> I retired. <laughs> but when it comes to God, Pastor tell you she used to sing me. When we be be to them churches on time, you need to be to get yeah. me to go that late. No, sir. I ain't going to wait for God's house being late. Well, you have all day long to get ready to get ready to do something when you got to do for God. I know a lot of them wait, but uh, when you can, please try to be on that 8 o'clock. If I'm not asking too much, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, yeah, you asking a whole lot now. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't doing nothing no more. <laughs> Baby shit, that's all you do. We'll touch on you again. Good night.
Good night. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.